Welcome back uh, to the Eric Zane Show podcast. So glad you are here. Already getting comments about how we hope that this is Robot Zane, A-I-E-Z. A-I-E-Z made a big splash in the last 24 hours. Uh, right away, um, having great impact. Thank you to IMKO, who I think his name is Katana or something. What the fuck is his name again? I don't know. Caden? Attila? I it, it, it escapes me. I did that again this week, by the way. When I did the water polo game, I was introduced to a couple of people that were helping uh, keep score. They're introducing me. Oh, hey, nice to meet you. Turn around three seconds later. What are your names again? So embarrassing. Uh, KO and, of course, Ryan for helping out with uh, AIEZ. As I understand it, when you um, when you sign up for AI to try to you know do what the evil things that these people did for AIEZ, you're only allowed a certain number of words, and then they make you pay for it. Which, honestly, um, that sounds fun. That would be something that I would actually pay for. Uh, the only thing that I pay for on Patreon is some guy who has an AI program that you can remove the lyrics from songs and sing along to your favorite songs. So then I can basically load in uh, Giving the Dog a, a Bone by ACDC and then pull out the lyrics and then I can sing it. Five bucks a month for that. Hang on. little concerned with the zenith today but i think it'll i think it'll hold up um but yeah what a great time last night we had so much fun we went long on uh who are these free beers which uh, guess who just finally figured out how to use gifs how to make gifs your old pal easy the uh Bobbing and weaving Burn King on my Facebook page uh, was great fun. And the show, we got we got a lot of uh, ground covered on who are these free beers, including blowing the lid off of the uh, bogus amount of affiliates that carry that show with just five minutes of investigative work. On their own website, you can go where it's a stations and you click on it and then you click on like the station and then it goes to like a radio station and there's no mention of their show. Uh, dozens of radio stations are on there that don't even carry the show. It was remarkable. And this all came up because Greg was bragging like an asshole yeah, well, we're on 55 stations and we got a 30 share so we can do what we want. Greg actually said, um, yeah, I don't, we don't do, and we don't do interviews anymore because I don't like them. And I thought the rest of the people on that show are like, what the fuck? So Greg doesn't like it. So we can't do interviews now. That is such a Greg thing to do. Only a person named Greg would, would make such a comment like that. What a prick. Fuck. 
So we had great fun picking that apart on who are these free beers, plus a number of audio and video clips. Uh, Kenny says it's GIFs, not GIFs. Yeah, I don't know, man. I like GIFs. I have I struggle with GIFs. Kenny says Greg calls them GIFs. Don't copy Greg. GIFs. They're GIFs. Uh, thanks, everybody, who checked out the show. By the way, there had been rumors, and I had caught it myself, that there was, um, whenever I play audio on this show, it sounds weird. And I, and, I, and I did catch that myself at about the same time that it was being discussed on my Reddit page. And then I'm like, or my subreddit, and I'm like, yeah, that's right. There was something weird about that. I wonder what happened. So I, I tracked it down, and I think it's okay now. Um, as I do the show in the extra in the days coming up, if you detect that it's back to the way it should be, please let me know somehow. I'm easy to find. Uh, Corey busts out the extra G in Greg's name stands for gross. Come on, Corey, brother. I appreciate the support, but that was like a fourth grader's joke. The fuck are you doing? It's okay. I don't blame you for trying. Tophus says, I mean, he isn't wrong. That Well, I don't know how gross Greg is. I wouldn't say Greg's gross. He just sucks. He is very clean, I'm guessing. Uh, so good times yesterday, not only with who are these free beers, but then AIEZ made his presence known during the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. First of all, who are these free beers went long. It was uh, nearly an, uh, an hour of show that we had. We had a lot to talk about. Ben pulled his own clips. And um, we had a lot of fun with those. And then we reviewed my clips, including that moment on the show when Freebeer was so goddamn arrogant. In fact, I need to play that. Uh, this is what I'm talking about. Uh, they, he's such an idiot because they're doing a bit yesterday and Greg had referenced a time when they had interviewed Ted Nugent and someone trolled him and said, eh, yeah, uh, when you interviewed Ted Nugent, that was last time it was interesting or something like that. Somebody made a comment. So Greg couldn't, he could ignore it, but instead he parks on it, reads it, and then goes ahead and they all show their ass about their so-called success. And I really uh, dive deep on it on the, uh, uh, who are these free beers episode? I won't, uh, I can't guarantee that I won't go as deep here because it fucking pisses me off. They were playing their uh, uh, Octo Smash or name that tune or something like that. This text that just came in. Ah, the good old days. Back when you guys used to have someone on the radio show anybody gave a damn about. From someone who's in an area where they've only been airing the show for about five years. Who's so they started listening well after Ted Nugent. Hmm. Um, that point was, you can't possibly have remembered our Ted Nugent interview because where you live, the show hasn't been carried that long. 
What the fuck are you talking about? Are you telling me that people don't move? Chris says they sound so smug when they do this. Corey says these comments clearly bother him. But yeah. We used to have guests on. Yeah. Now we don't because yeah. I don't really enjoy it. It was more. We used to have guests on, but now we don't because I don't enjoy it. Oh. More frequent. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes good ones come up. It's fun yeah. sometimes. Yeah. But now we're in the mailing it in stage. Just ask the internet. Yeah. It's easy. So, Evan. Now, those are, he's reciting the comments that they hear frequently on when people criticize them that there's nothing to this show. You guys just sit around and bark at each other with pointless conversations all day. Yeah, I'd say that that's mailing it in. We used to send people off on adventures and do fun things like that. Tried nine years. Mm -mm. Working out okay. Steve says, working out okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A 30 share says we're fine. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Yeah. Roasted. Yeah. 50 to 55 station says it's fine. Why did I put a hard number on it? Because a couple are going away and a couple yeah. are coming in. Yeah. That's not a hard number. A hard number would be one number. Not a, not a range, dipshit. You never know. That's how it goes. Yeah, All right. Ebb and flow, friends. <laughs> Around the room next, it is the Free Beer and Awig Show. Oh. So that clearly, clearly annoyed him. Uh, Corey says a 30 share of 100 people is not bragworthy. Well, it's more than that, to be sure. But it's a lot less than what it was. A lot less. Linda, here's how they can improve. Wire Steve's jaw shut. Mediocrity Dave adds, around the room next. But no, they're not mailing it in. <laughs> what a pile of shit show that is god damn all right you know i told myself before i started the show today that i was not going to play that clip again and then i did what a fuck all right anyway all of that can be um listened to for free on patreon that's right this is a free show that I'm doing now. And what I just described to you, which is all that happened the last 24 hours, is all there for you to uh, listen and watch. Okay? I, I suggest watching those episodes because there's a video element to both of those shows. But I'm encouraging you to do it, get it for free. This is the easiest fucking thing in the world. I'm going to tell you exactly how it goes. You do need a payment form. You go to patreon.com slash Eric Zane. You got to put your card in, but this is a seven day free trial. Uh, pick what tier you want. Five bucks a month or 10 bucks a month. Go with the 10 because then you get to see this shit and then have at it for seven days. Now, if you do not cancel it, you will be charged one second after the seven days is up. Then I will spend your money. If at any one point during the seven days, you cancel it, that's fine too. You still get the seven days. That's fucking guaranteed. It's unbeatable. 
Now, if you don't cancel, you're like, you know what? It looks like he's working his ass off. I'm going to help that fucking big nose gremlin out. You can either let it ride or sign up for a year and I'll take 10% off. So what was 60 bucks for the audio for a year is 54. What was 120 for the year for the audio video live streams? It's 108. Incredible. Uh, Just yesterday, I hit 226 Patreon members. By the way, thank you to two new wonderful souls. I'd like to mention them when I can. Uh, Dave Armstead signed up. Some of these may have been signed up in the past, but they just, maybe they let it lapse. Chris D just went from $54 a year to 108. I appreciate that. Thank you. And also thank you to um, Austin. I believe it's Bauer, B-O-U-R. Signed up for five bucks a month. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for that. Enjoy yourselves. Um, 226 at... That is the highest I've had since July of 21. So more than two years. It's really uh, on the upswing. Ever since I started the um, free trial, seven days free, I have added now 56 members to Patreon since I started seven days free. So that's a pretty good uh, number. I'm very, very excited about that. So check it out for free, and then you can enjoy those shows sometime this weekend or whatever. Uh, okay, today the Lions play at Green Bay. Now, it would be very Lions-like for this team with two wins and one loss. Uh, first game of the year, great win at Kansas City. <clears throat> Second game of the year, bad loss at home to Seattle. Third game, um, great win at home against Atlanta. Two and one going to one of the hardest places to play green Bay against a team that is, um, doing better than what a lot of people thought. The lions somehow are a 1.5 point favorite. I guess that that stands to reason, at least as of a couple days ago. Um, now, but it would be just like them on national TV, uh, Amazon prime, uh, Al Michaels, Al Michaels. He doesn't give a shit about anything. He's going to be the announcer. Um, for them to fuck this up. Sorry, I hear something outside and it distracted me. I think my neighbor's power washing. It's driving O'Neill batshit crazy. But if they can pull this off and move to three and one, another national TV win. That would make your old pal easy and the Lions faithful happy as well. Uh, game starts at 8.15. I may be watching it while, wait for it, I'm making the greatest fries ever made. You cannot, as a consumer, buy the type of fries that I create. What I mean by that is you can't go to the store and buy the actual frozen fries. You can't do it. Okay. This is a special batch. Uh, one half inch by one half inch squares and long. Very long fries. Nothing better than long fries. You get those little shit 
Uh, pin dick fries, awful. No one seasons fries better than your old pal EZ. I will be at Bosco's Pub tonight. In theory, I'll post it online. If I'm if I'm going to be there, I will let you know on either Facebook or or, uh, or X, and then you can come see me watch a Lions game, have a drink, eat some food. It'll be awesome. Stay tuned. I'm waiting for Doug to let me know whether or not he needs me. I am literally on call. No Kyle today joining us from uh, a company that used to advertise on this show. Let's kill with Kyle. Not happening today. By the way, I'd like to open up uh, the forum similar to like uh, Dear Meathead. If you have a question for Kyle, similar to my dad, we need to start doing that. Questions for Kyle. Now, I will say this. He wrote into me today and uh, he sent me a text and uh, I was like, hey, buddy. Uh, yo, yo, you around today for a chunky vag meat Thursday. If you are, I'm starting a little late. He says, uh, I'm a, I must forget to inform you easy that I can't today. Which is BS. I can't even do the impression, which is BS. LOL. We are behind on a big demo project due to the temp labor being scumbags. LOL. And we got to be done today. So daddy got to buckle down. I wrote, no worries. I will somehow carry on. He says, don't let the existential dread of me breaking protocol and missing it get to you. LOL. Tophus writes, did he just say chunky vag meat Thursday? Yes. He says, here's some shit you can say in my place, though, while doing an impression of me. Quote, I'm just, okay, he wants me to do an impression of him. I'm just chilling. Quote, dude, the fucking lions, dude. Just fucking shellacking the fucking falcons, dude. Or, what's up with these women drivers, dude? The gall, you know, it's straight up unmitigated. And then he adds one, Lions are going to shove their dicks into cheese tonight to the tune of 40 to 10. So no Kyle. In the chat, Corey says, John got into um, another little argument on the Discord yesterday. Boy, I have got to get back to that. How do I do that again? Like, could you, um, can you send me a link again? Maureen says that fight was a couple days ago. Hmm. I love hearing this because he um he just can't leave it alone, you know? The guy's dead to everybody on here. He's a horrible human being. That is John Bukanas. B-U-K-E-N-A-S. B-U-K-E-N-A-S. If you look up John Bukanas online. You can see all of his former podcasts where he talks about how disgusting he is and how he'd like to lose weight and then he does nothing to do it. Tophus, quoting John, says, this is why Zane is stupid. I said we couldn't do a show together and he said that I'm not controversial, but you guys can't even handle me in the chat. 
I make a joke about the COVID shot and that pussy bans me. You all better keep listening to Zane. It's a safe space where you won't be triggered. All you need is a juice box. Oh, whatever. Who cares? It's John. No one even cares if he lives or dies. I mean, honestly, John's a horrible human being. Uh, Linda says she just emailed me a screenshot. And the thing about John is me putting, I, I, uh, it, putting him on and having a, um, conversation with him. I mean, that was very risky for me to do to bring in such an animal into my world. You know, I, that means I had to subject my audience to this level of psychopath. And uh, a lot of people didn't like that. After John said all that shit, I guess it went like this. Uh, Gath Moon says, I mean, I could tell you were a problem and I haven't heard you speak once. Okay. John says, you can't listen often. Gath Moon says, must tune you out. You're about as interesting as a crab shell with, with none of the nutritional potential. Okay. See, this is why I don't want John around. Because John can't just be nice to people. There are a lot of people in my chat who don't agree with me. And they're fine. They're great. Kevin Kuyper's cutie patootie. He's a psychopath, right-wing anti-vaxxer who I love very much, who does nothing but is sweet to his fellow man. Nick in the arena. Oh, my God. He'd suck Trump's dick if he could. I love him. He's fantastic. He's so respectful. Nate Bull, that fucking hick. Oh, he's the absolute worst of them all. He would tongue the leader of the Proud Boys asshole if he had a minute. He's welcome here amongst us because he's sweet, kind, and respectful. Jamingo is a, a Bucanas is a pariah. No one likes John. No one wants to be around John. Thank God we can't smell his tit sweat. John, I bet your mom regrets, 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 not falling down the stairs when she was pregnant with you. So, so this is the level that it's deteriorated to. Everybody's being mean to each other. Everyone's hating him. Yeah, that's, that's what you get when you bring John into anything. He ruins everything, which is why he has 55 people following him on Grumble and 14 people following him on Quick or whatever the fuck it is. No one cares. No one cares. I will say this. He gets plenty of views. Well, when comparing it to me, I mean, we're both pile of shit shows. Uh, he gets plenty of people that watch his shows. Uh, number uh, more equal to or more than what I get on Twitch on Grumble. But I don't know why those people who watch him don't follow him. It might be because they hate him. Maybe they're hate watching, which could very well be the case. That happens all the fucking time. 
People who watch me don't hate me. My audience likes me and I like them. John's not capable of joking. He's too hate-filled. That's the type of animal that that fat, ugly whore is. Uh, Kuiper says, look, I have two shots of the vaccination. He wants to make that clear. Ryan says, hey, let's not forget you have a frequent dialogue with the former president. Uh, Chronic Mayhem, Corey says, Rumble has been accused of something known as view botting. So I would assume that means a show see, uh, seems like it gets more uh, than, than what is really happening there. I see. Well, that's probably the case. All right. Uh, John actually talked about me at length on Monday, but like I indicated, I, I just wasn't up for it. You know, just didn't feel like it. Uh, Tofus says view botting happens on Twitch too. Well, don't tell me that. That means I might even be uh, lower than normal. Nick says, I forced two shots to work. I sucked it out like a snake bite when I left the pharmacy. That I believe. Uh, Tophis says the one who owns, he says to Corey about view bots. Nah, usually the one who owns the channel sets up the view bots. Corey says Twitch at least tries to counter view bots and will ban you if you're doing it intentionally. Well, you know I'm not because you know what? That's the first time I've heard of the term view bots. That sounds like something that is not in my wheelhouse. More work. No thanks. Just got back from the dentist for our beloved NFK. What a day it was for him. Now, uh, about six months ago, Dr. Yankum, um, Dr. Bitesplint, our dentist, gave him a menu of things that he has to get done. And it's like a lot with price tags on each of them. Today was one of those things off of that menu. Uh, we're talking after insurance, probably $10,000 worth of dental work. And uh, today was root canal pulpectomy, I think is the word. That's when they like dig out all the root mass that's in there and then pack it and then temporary crown today with permanent crown in a month. And, uh, okay. Everything went great. There, there, there's nothing odd to report about this. Uh, but this, all of this, is uh, since he moved in just over three years ago is all part of um, him being a fixer-upper. Had he not lived with his sister, the NFK, these issues would not be taken care of. The neck would be constricting his spinal cord, the spine, his uh, cervical spine damage, which has been repaired because of his sister. 
Um, he'd still be drinking, which means another year would have passed. Another three years would have passed with his drinking, and he would be into full-blown cirrhosis. As it is, he doesn't drink anymore. The cirrhosis has stopped dead in its tracks. He has a new neurologist. He has a uh, endocrinologist to study his liver, make sure he's in good shape. He has an osteopath, a cervical osteopath, um, making sure that the neck is healed up appropriately. He has a dentist and an oral surgeon. Uh, these are all things that would not have been taken care of if we were not in the scenario that we're in right now. Thank God he's here because this would be a rough way to go. Basically just letting yourself go. Can you imagine living like that? Just letting yourself go like that? Uh, God bless uh, Diana's brother who passed, but he wasn't exactly the best caretaker. He was kind of just in the room, which we came to find out later. And he wasn't better uh, any better at taking care of himself, which is why he ended up passing away. Uh, one half of the Doobie Brothers, God rest his soul, David. Uh, but, you know, this is, uh, I think, you know, by the time he's about 75, he will be like a fully restored uh, 1968 Chevy Chevelle. You ever, you know, like you ever see those shows where they find an old rusted out Chevelle or a fucking Thunderbird in the middle of a farmer's field. And then they like get it out of there. And then you, you watch a, a whole season of how they restore the car. Uh, I love those shows. Those are great. Whenever you see those shows, you think it would be less expensive to just um, build dies and stamp out new parts and just start over that way instead of like even use. It's like there's barely anything that's original. But anyway, uh, that's that's how we're looking at him right now. So the mouth is slowly but surely being restored. You know, you can't just restore the car in one day. It's going to take some time. You got to you dig out meat, let it heal, and then fix more mouth. Mouth fixing is important. So he's slowly getting uh, um, sensations back in his hands and feet. That might never return. It might not ever return. Um, I think cognitively, I'm not sure what's going on, but we're getting a lot of uh, conversations uh, out loud, which is really creepy. Uh, when I peer into his room and he's watching TV. He's having a full-on conversation with somebody. I don't know who the fuck he's talking to. Complete with like, you know how like my face moves when I'm discussing things with you. It, I, I don't just sit there blankly and stare at you. He's like having an animated conversation with someone. The same way I'm talking to you right now. He's talking to the TV that way. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? So there's something going on up there. I don't know. I think a couple of wires might be crossed, but I was talking with my son about that. He goes, so he says, so what's up? I go, well, you know, 45 years of grand mal seizures, uh, extremely powerful medicine for years, and, uh, you know, a lobotomy tends to cook things a little bit, maybe more than a normal brain. You know, we might have, we might have some issues. We might have a couple of spots of Grand Canyon-like craters in there. So, um, but otherwise, otherwise he's fine. Um, 
I mean, we obviously get his regular physicals and the blood work. The cholesterol is, is fine. The heart is fine. Um, he'd be dead if it weren't for his sister. Uh, yes, Diana's brother, the NFK. His name is Kevin. That is the man who, as Jimmy writes, he will have the nicest teeth in the graveyard. Oh, fuck. Hey, no. Come here. Come here. Fucking Darla's walking around here. She just took a dump um, in, in the living room before we got started here. And, man, I noticed that at the correct time. Got back from taking the NFK. Um, and he was settling into his uh, TV, into his, into his chair for the TV viewing day. And uh, I was making... Um, my uh what do you call it breakfast and i look and i said holy shit and uh she has had an accident and she is she's uh taking a dump and i'm like oh and she's eyeing that thing like uh jimingo a box of krispy creams and i was like oh honey darla and she looks at me like oh i want it so bad i want it i want to eat it i'm like no fucking what the fuck is wrong with you Got her out of there. No big deal. Uh, word on the street is that Jama- uh, John Bukanas just replied on Discord. And he wrote, fuck yous all. And then he called you all nitwits. That's hilarious that he has to watch here somehow. With probably a fake name. And then has to go over to there to to make comments because he cannot help himself. What a pile of shit. Uh, don't forget, check out the John Bukanas Weight Loss uh, Help and Tips podcast called Hate to Wait. This is before John became indoctrinated. Okay. Um, let's see. This is it. John's been podcasting for like 60 or 70 years. The hate to wait podcast where John is giving tips on how to stay trim. John. Like if you looked up, uh, morbid obesity, you'd see John. Look, in this show, they did a show, a question about sweetener and intermittent fasting. How does John approach that? Does he say, yo, I'm against it. Hello from the other side of weight loss. That must mean obese people talking. Now, I'm all for people being a support group, but not someone who doesn't even make an attempt to not be obese. John's the worst person at everything. And by the way, you know what's funny about John? He owns some type of like um, uh, audio editing company or something like that. Like years ago, like if you look up John Bukanas, he had like a business where he would say, yo, uh, I'll be your podcast editor because I know how to edit podcasts and make them sound good. 
and if you were to go and check out any one of his podcasts, um, talk about, uh, uh, you know, all talk and no walk. Any show this guy does is a technological disaster. The amount of time where they're trying to get their shit together on any of John's shows. It's like, you know, you guys don't have to leave this in. You can edit it out. There's so much shit you should edit out of your show. Now, I don't have to edit anything on my show because everybody knows that, uh, well, when you're perfect, you don't need edits. Okay? Everything I've said here, the only thing I edit out of mine is when I'm too humble and if I have any music playing when I go take a leak, I take that out. And that takes two seconds. John knows how to edit, but won't do it because he's, I don't know. I guess he likes being shitty. The same way he likes to be a fat, disgusting slob, but doing a weight loss podcast. How the fuck is that? A weight loss podcast? Blue State Rob says Eric is doxing John by calling him Bachmut's def it's not Bachmut, it's Bukanas. That's his last name. The fuck? Get it right. Um Uh, no, he would have been notified. Oh, he's not watching. He would have been notified of the comments just made this morning. Doesn't mean he's listening here. Oh, shoot. All right. Well, we got a very active Darla here. I'm wondering what the fuck she is up to. Uh, folks, if you're on, on this show via Facebook or um, X or YouTube, Thank you so much for being here. If you want the rest of it, though, it'll be available or it is available right now on Twitch. You can find that if you download the Twitch app, T-W-I-T-C-H, and then search Eric Zane Live. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. If you are on your uh, laptop or desktop. Florida man 814 says, uh, Kate Creer, wife of Republican council member for Stafford Township, New Jersey, is probably watching and feeding his fat ass what's being said. All right. By the way, Rob, Blue State Rob, I don't know what the hell he's doing. I, I do not endorse this. But Blue State Rob, is reaching out to where Kate Creer works and saying, and like sending clips of some of the hate that flies out of that show and saying, this is who's representing you. I, 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 I can't get behind that type of behavior. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, that's called a free market solution, but I mean, I've been a victim of free market solutions. I lost a uh, high-profile hardware store owner uh, because of that. Yeah, I, I, I can't endorse that. I think that's a big no-no. So, uh, for the record, I do not support any of that. 
Calling her disgusting for being part of a horrible show is one thing, but I am I I I cannot I can't tell you what to do, but I don't think that that's a good idea. It's okay to call her an asshole because she is an asshole, but I would not like it if someone did that. Well, I have had it done to me, but that doesn't mean that it should be it should be done to her or him, whatever she goes by these days. I I can't tell. Okay. It's fair if you keep it between the lines, you know? I mean, she's a professional podcaster these days. So we can tell her she's full of shit. But now I think they have plotted to do things to like my wife, according to uh, Bukinas. But it's a little difference because a little different. I'm not really worried about it because my wife doesn't do the podcast. Kate actually does the podcast. I mean, like if I worked at the school and then they got a hold of my bosses at the school, I mean, that would kind of be tit for tat, you know? But I'm not, I no, I, I think that you should back off of that. That is, uh, that is not appropriate. Don't waste your time. Just have fun here doing what we're doing. And uh, no free market solutions like that, in my opinion. All right. Meanwhile, uh, thank you again if you're watching on uh, Facebook, X, or YouTube. The audio of this podcast will be uh, made available as soon as it finishes. And of course the Patreon, I talked about that uh, earlier in the show, sign up for free seven days, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's auto repair, Grand Rapids hybrid and EV X brought to you by blue frost it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The open and live stream. Wait a minute before I get ahead of myself. If you ever want to email the show, do it on the shoreliners striping inbox. I would love to hear from you. Shorelinerstriping.com. Eric at EricZaneShow.com is my email. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage is the are the mortgage professionals of choice on this show. From anywhere in the U.S., whether it's Stafford Township, New Jersey, or uh, fucking Franklin, Tennessee, Alaska, Hawaii, all places in between except Canada and the Pacific Ocean. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. This is a sponsor that anyone in the audience can utilize. It doesn't matter where you are. Reach out, tell them what's up, and Mario and his staff will make it happen for you. Number one for a reason. Okay, maybe you need to get a little money out of your home that you've owned for a little while. Get some of that equity to pay off a high-interest credit card bill. You can do that. Uh, you can also get started with your first mortgage if you uh, are in the market for buying a home or maybe you've done this many times before. All I ask is that you give Mario a phone call and uh, pick his brain, see what he thinks. That doesn't necessarily mean you're committed uh, committed to anything, but uh, do try him out. All right. Jack-in-the-box employee defends herself in shooting over curly fries. 
So I guess the chick works there. The customer wanted the combo meal. Words were exchanged. And the chick working at the drive-thru window pulls out her piece and opens fire. Yet she's defending herself somehow. Fuck. The Jack in a Box employee who shot at a customer is telling her side of the story. Yeah, we showed you the shocking video last night. She opened fire on the customers after a dispute over curly fries. ABC 13's Jessica Willey spoke to that woman who no longer works for the fast food chain. Jessica? On the same day that that customer and his attorney stood outside that Jack in the Box near Bush Airport to talk about this incident and put pressure on the restaurant. The former employee is defending herself. She claims there is more to this story. She's aiming, she's leaning. She's not just going up in the air trying to scare people. She's trying to kill them. This morning, attorney Randall Callanan and his client, customer Anthony Ramos. Scared, that's for sure. Detailed the controversial wow. fry incident and the shooting. Okay, you got this chick leaning out of the window, shooting at the guy. God damn. How, how could you possibly defend that? Randall Callanan and his client, customer Anthony Ramos. Scared, that's for sure. Detailed the controversial curly fry incident and the shooting that followed. It was pointed right at me. I don't know how she didn't get me. And this afternoon, the armed employee on the other side. And then this stupid bitch is going on camera uh, uh, using uh, words that no doubt will be held against her. I don't know. She doesn't need a gun. Look at her. This is a very powerful woman. The dispute contacted ABC 13 to respond. I want to clear my name and tell my story. On TV. Not in front of a judge. On TV. That's not the whole story that they tell it. Alonia Ford Theriot. Look at that. Look at that. She's incredible. She has a full bunt along with titties for days and an ass like you wouldn't believe, and giant hair. She worked for Jack in the Box for 15 years, most recently at the location on JFK where she says the job was dangerous. This was her in March of 2021. Much smaller then. Mo says he and his wife ordered a meal combo but didn't get the curly fries. She said we weren't going to get them. That was it. The confrontation escalated to food throwing and Ford says racial slurs, which Ramos denies. He kept saying, oh, you, you going to make my order over. This is the type of talk about behind you. We hate like y'all. She says she asked. OK, I don't doubt that. He probably did say that. Ramos to leave. The video captures the gunfire. <laughs> but there is nothing here. She's trying to clear her name. Does nothing. She doesn't do anything to clear her name here. All we have here is two dumb fucks uh, throwing shit at each other and uh, one maybe dropping N-words and then she pulls out a piece and starts to shoot. The video does show you shoot at them. What if you would if you them? If you hear the audio, you didn't hear the gun go off at all. There, oh. there is no audio on the video that was released, but according to court records, Houston police did find... Look at there's a, there's a muzzle blast coming out... Muzzle fire coming out of it and a spent shell flying. Okay, scene. Theria was initially charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, but pled guilty to a lesser charge of deadly conduct and got one year deferred adjudication, which she oh. completed in June. She, this is such bullshit.
So according to the court, because of the adjudication, this didn't even happen. She and the restaurant still face a civil lawsuit. Ramos and his family says they were exposed to a dangerous employee and were traumatized. I served my sentence. I paid my fees. I did what I had to do. What else do you want from me? That's true. I can't give you nothing but an apology if you want that. But I need the same thing. We both need to apologize to each other. Okay. And in court filings, attorneys for the restaurant denied. Okay. When I don't know why they're suing, though. I mean, I understand you were shot at, but outside of maybe damage to your vehicle, no one really was hurt. They're saying they're traumatized. I've never really bought that shit either. All allegations tonight. A company spokesman told me that they remain focused on providing a safe environment for customers as well as restaurant workers. We're live tonight in Southwest Houston. Jessica Willie, ABC 13 Eyewitness News. Uh, did it say if she still works there? Oh my God. What a, what a fucking mess. Oh, uh, he did call her the N word. Um, yes, no, she got fired. He's going to be so upset with his fraudulence once he realizes. Uh, when you, you're editing this episode, you could bump up the audio for the audio listeners. Yes, I definitely will do that. I noticed it was low too. Um, I went ahead and, um, had it as loud as I could. So Jimmy says, call them. That is something that perhaps we could do. Yeah, well, the, the problem with that is it's so sticky. I imagine it would be a uh, pretty much a uh, dead-end endeavor. Um, Rob says calling her the N-word will help his case in court. Strange. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know if it was uh, the best move to whip out the pistol and open fire on the guy, but holy shit. All right, how about this? Um, and by the way, this whole show is fucked up now because my our viewing pleasure has been kind of altered by something that's too boring to explain. But I do have another video that I want to share of a lady somewhere in Mexico who... She goes to an area um, to celebrate a birthday for her kid. And um, she wanted to make sure she was at a place where there was no animals. Because I guess her kid, for some reason, is deathly afraid of animals. Now, unless you're attacked by an animal, I kind of, people who are afraid of animals kind of really annoy me. Like there's a person in the neighborhood who's, I mean, you can't even be walking your dog without her freaking out. Drives me crazy. But this chick is, uh, she brings a, uh, it's her son's birthday. And so they get like Taco Bell and they go to the park. And unbelievably, a bear walks up and wants to pig out on the food and, and starts to chow. Now, the first thing I thought when I saw this was, God damn, that is a small bear. You could easily get away with scaring the bear away or bashing him in the face or something like that to get him the fuck out of there. Look at my man. Now, 
the kid is afraid to death, so he's not looking. And they're not moving. They're trying to keep the bear from attacking them. But that's maybe a 70 or 80-pound bear. You could easily just bash him right in the fucking face, I think. Yeah, it's up to them to scare the bear away. You have to because this bear is now dead. This bear thinks it's totally cool to go up to humans and just eat their food. And it's because of this chick and her fucking spineless uh, brat kid. Someone's just shooting a video. Just scream at the bear. Hit him. This is very bad for the bear. Yeah, that bear is easily handled. This kid's not moving. I promise you I could kick this bear's ass. That is not a big bear. That bear's like a... It's like O'Neal. I'm pissed off that this chick wouldn't do anything to the bear. Because now the bear is completely fearless. Uh, you could yell at it and it would run off. Uh... Kenny calls them pussies. Agreed with that. Corey says it looks like a baby. Blah, uh, Blue State Rob. Blob. Blob says it's an anorexic bear. Uh, new new uh, chatter. King Cove 1998 says, what's good, Zane? Hope you're well, man. Thank you. Very well. We are uh, on the doorstep of 1,150 episodes, nearly five years of the Eric Zane Show podcast. In case you didn't know, don't be a stranger. How did you find the show? Please don't hesitate to email me, eric at ericzaneshow.com. I always like to hear from new people and find out what you're up to. I've basically been in this room for five years. Um, <laughs> Blue State Rob says he used to be blob. Yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm very disappointed in, um, this mom woman in Mexico shielded her son after the bear leaped onto the picnic table inches from his face and devoured the tacos and enchiladas meant for his birthday dinner. Uh, Sylvia Macias of Mexico city traveled to the park, uh, to celebrate the uh, kid's 15th birthday. Okay. Wait a minute. I got to back up. Um, the kid has down syndrome. All right. You get a pass for being scared of animals when you have down syndrome. Okay. So that's a, that's a caveat that I was not aware of, but still the mom could definitely have done something. The person shooting the video could have done something. Bang your, stomp your feet, whatever. Bang on the table. Uh, the worst thing was that Santiago might get scared. Mom said, um, he's very afraid of animals, a cat or a dog. Any animal scares him a lot. Well, that's understandable. If, if the kid didn't have down syndrome, I would say your kids, a fucking is, is a hopeless case, but kids got down syndrome. Uh, the person who filmed the scene knew the correct behavior for a black bear encounter. Never run. Well, no, you don't know the correct behavior for a black bear encounter. Um, you're supposed to make that an unpleasant experience for the black bear. True, don't run, but don't just stand there and let him do whatever the fuck he wants. 
the boy got his birthday tacos replaced. And it all ended well. Tu madre es una puta. Oh, without a doubt. I guess uh I guess that behavior is um is catching on to different parts of the globe. Do nothing and just sit there. Sad news to report today. The guy who played Dumbledore in six of the eight movies is dead. Michael Gambon passed away at 82. Rest in peace. Um, that was weird how they, there was a one Dumbledore and then like suddenly it's a different Dumbledore. Equally good. I got used to Dumbledore number two. I freaking love those movies, by the way. Those movies and those books. Uh, Nick, we all know Nick. He's a psycho. You should have, uh, when it comes to bear, shoot, skin, and eat. I would be so bummed out to kill an animal. I don't know how you do that. You are, is that, is that considered, um, manly quality or is that psychopath quality? I'll let y'all kick that one around. I guess Dumbledore number one croaked. Joe Stinkpot says Dumble died. Tophus says Dumble dead. Aram accuses poor Nick of having a mental disorder. I can't get behind that. I cannot get behind that at all. I think the spirit of the hunt is something that appeals to some, but I don't think it can be attributed to being a psychopath. I am grateful we have hunters. The animals are grateful that they have hunters. Let's do some math. You have a deer population of 40,000. And if there is no deer season, that population will grow. And there will be some type of wasting disease that will kill a large number of that 40,000. However, if you cull a certain portion of that population, strategically, you will ensure that a larger number will thrive and prosper. I think that's that's what's said. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that's right. Now, I, I'm just plagiarizing. That's what I've been told. Unless that's a myth. Nick refers to Aram as a silly vegan. If they only realize the animal death that goes into farming. It's a good point. I mean, if you're going to be all in on keeping all the animals alive, when a farmer turns up that dirt and does anything in that field, including the harvest, there are a lot of dead animals. That doesn't seem to bother a vegan who is eating food that was brought to the table through death. Talk your way out of that one, Aram. Right back at you. 
Ram says, if people would go away, then nature could go back to operating the way it is supposed to. What do you think of that? Now, for me, as much as I love a ROM, that is a uh, woefully retarded statement. Who wants that? Who wants nature to take over? I don't. I like roads, iPhones, computers, cars, all things that have been given to us because we own this fucking joint. All right? An animal doesn't own this place. We do. Nick adds to the conversation. Also, the massive habitat destruction created by growing massive vegetable monocultures. Now, I don't know what a fucking monoculture is, but it sounds like Nick is fucking bashing your face in, Aram. Aram, fighting two wars, says, "Eh, yeah, then go swimming in the ocean, Eric, if you own it. No, I don't want to. Maybe I don't own the ocean, but I'm not as good of a swimmer as sharks. And my gun doesn't work in the ocean, okay? I don't know, Rom. I love you. But I don't know if you got much of a fucking amount of two legs to stand on in this argument. Sounds a little weird. Tophus says, I grew tomatoes in my backyard. Suck it, he says. Well, great. All right. Stirring the pot on a Thursday afternoon. Nick says, I'll just float on top of the ocean while hoisting tasty fish out of it. You see, I'm somewhere stuck in the middle. You got Nick who will go out and actually get the animals and harvest them. I, I have a problem with that. I mean, I just me personally, I can't do it. But if Nick goes and gets the back straps and brings them to my house and the grill is on, then I'm going to cook the back straps on that grill. And I'm going to go, how the fuck did you manage to do this? What the fuck is wrong with you, Nick? Thank God you did this, you psycho. That's how I feel. Now, that does not make me anti-hunter, does it? Because I can't do it. I mean, I'm just the biggest pussy on the planet. But no way in hell am I going to say that a hunter is a pussy. Aram thinks you're a goddamn coward, Nick. That's what he thinks about you. He's very, very strong in that opinion. He's had it with you animal murderers now when it comes to um my pal ryan who as we speak he might be back now from lion hunting i told you about ryan last week i gotta see if he uh he went out on an african hunt uh i forgot what he was hunting 
either, let's see, lions and leopards. Tophus says, I don't agree with those. How come? Did you get a beast? Um, I think that the lion meat is, uh, is like consumed. Isn't that, isn't that what we hear? Isn't that, uh, isn't it like you go and those hunts and then, um, I don't know if, if the, if the hunters are saying this just to, um, justify what they're doing. But if you were to ask any big game hunter, he'd tell you that, look, I spent a lot of money in wherever I am to do this, whatever portion of the world. And my hunt injects a ton of money into the local community, as well as, uh, though I have a trophy, the meat from the beast is harvested. And this is all very regulated and on the up and up. That's usually what is described. Now, I don't know if that's true, but that's the story they give. I can't say either way if it's true. But what I'm curious about is, now, I, I, again, I don't like any type of hunting. I wouldn't do it. Um, Tophis says they're endangered and shit. Look, I don't know. You might be right. So there's a lot of shit I don't know about this. Nick says most African hunts are game management of numbers. They charge lots of money that helps villages. That's what I, that's what I heard. I heard that, you know, there's like little babies that are starving saying, please Americans come and kill our lions so I can eat. I need your money. Americans come. I need lion meat. Like there's kids that, um, like if you were to go into like the Serengeti, there's a guy by a cactus that will, it's a sign says, need lion meat to eat. Please kill a lion so I can eat. Um, please kill a warthog. Please kill uh, an elephant or a rhino so that I can eat. You know, that's all very true. You know how like around here we have um, panhandlers that are looking for money to buy drugs. They do that there too, just so that they can get like a lion steak. Aram says, I think the enemy here is Eric who keeps poorly trying to balance the middle of this debate. Look, I don't claim to be an expert on anything. And, and I can never be described as an enemy to anything on the planet. Even Bukhanas. I am no one's enemy. This is my job. I'm giving you facts as they have been presented to me. Tyler says they need to start filming Sarah McLaughlin commercials begging people to come murder African animals while showing clips of starving children. Exactly. The children in Africa are starving, so you need to kill a black panther to feed them. So you can't really, you know, I did nothing. But that really bothers people when you see... Wasn't there one guy 
who um, there was some lion that was like, and the, and the guy was a dentist. Some dentist guy with a ton of cash went on a African hunt and he got a lion. And I guess it was like some, it was like, uh, what's that name of that uh, fucking lion, the witch in the wardrobe deal. C.S. Lewis, uh, a wrinkle in time, uh, catcher in the rye, kill a mockingbird. Some, there's some big lion in to kill a mockingbird. What's that lion's name? It's not to kill a mockingbird. Aslan Narnia. Fuck yes. Some, uh, dentist slaughtered Aslan and it was like totally a problem. And then. Aram led a pack of locals to this guy's, it wasn't Aram, but it was people like Aram to, uh, the guy and like shut down his like firebombed his dental practice, all this shit. They went, they went bananas. It was crazy because this guy fucking greased a, uh, a lion. You, I mean, you don't want to do that. I mean, if you grease a lion, the last thing you want to do is post it to your social media media. Don't make it a big deal. Like Ryan here, my pal, uh, he's going to get back with me and he's going to say, yeah, I, I, I wasted Simba and uh, the whole family. I took them all out. Machine gun. There's the, the lion bits everywhere. The whole desert is made up of, it's like the 9-11 ground zero of lions. And he's not going to, um, he's not going to, you know, post it to his social media. Now I'm talking about it here. So that's a problem. So he's probably going to lose his business, his business. Uh, Maureen says, I used to work for an asshole dentist who went big game hunting. He was also a racist prick. Nick says his dream hunt is to bag a whale. Well, yeah, man, that would be, that's dangerous business too. A whale can fuck your shit up. That sounds like the most uh, dreadfully difficult hunt to bag a whale. And once you get it, do you have to haul it back in? You know, like Santiago and Old Man in the Sea. A lot of great literary references happening uh, on this show. Did you ever read that fucker thing? Uh, he Santiago greases the marlin. And he ties it to the side of his fucking boat. And then he can't even make it to shore to get the meat because the goddamn sharks ate it all off the side of the boat. Terrible. Uh, Rig says, uh, Blue State Rob, or Blob, says unpopular opinion to kill a mockingbird sucks dick. You're such a, you're so full of shit. It's a wonderful story. Uh, great movie, even better book. Gregory Peck. Legend. You got Jem, Scout, Boo, and the black guy. Great, great book. All right. Um, so the bear running wild is how we got there. Thank you to A&E Heating and Cooling. Reach out to Joe Martinez, 616-516-8579. 616-516-8579. Schedule your furnace tune-up. 
Yep, tis the season. Fall is here. It won't be long till we do the old fall, uh, old fall back. We're like, we lose an hour. We're still doing that, I guess. Um, so as we start to turn on the heat, uh, think about A&E heating and cooling. That thing, that furnace needs to be cleaned, investigated, excuse me, and tuned so it is in perfect running shape. Scheduled today with A&E heating and cooling, just $79. All the other guys are more expensive, roughly twice as much. 616-516-8579. Also, if you need any scheduled maintenance or emergency maintenance or just need something new installed, A&E will do it for you. As A-I-E-Z said, support the goddamn sponsors. Like Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. 616-532-6600. Find them online at irvines.com. They keep the embellisher running well, despite it uh, chunks of rust falling off of the thing. In fact, the only guy who can repair the rust falling off of the embellisher is Ryan the Lion Hunter. Um, I'm debating whether I'm going to do that. Not that I care about Ryan shooting a lion. Um, Just the expense on a 20-year-old truck. Uh, but Ryan can do that. He used to advertise on this show, which some of you are going to get mad at that because uh, the fuck man. 616-532-6600 for Irvine's auto repair, Grand Rapids hybrid and EV. Let's see. Lord of the Flies. That's another good one. Uh, Worst book I had to read in school was Lord of the Flies, says Sir Bob. Boo Radley's No Joke. The Lords of Discipline was the only book from school I actually liked. By the way, we are 62% to a hype train with only two and a half minutes left. So I need you to either subscribe, give a gift to someone, give me a hype chat or bits to get to the next level. This never happens to me. So if you are enjoying the show and not subscribed, do so star sucks. 16 star Wars sucks. 69. Just subscribe with Prime, thank you. I saw that you just followed me today or earlier today. David and GR just subscribed for eight months. Oh, all time record shattered. 100%. I just got word from Twitch. Hype. It says. Level one complete. I don't know what that fucking means. I have no idea. Tophis just gifted five tier one subscriptions. 
I'm now at level three. Wow. So I guess I skipped two. Four minutes left on level three, whatever the fuck that is. I don't have any idea. To get, I need 96% more. Wow. We're doing great. What the fuck? If you say so. Thank you. Aram says, we haven't seen this subscription gifting activity since the Zaniacs. Ah, the Zaniacs. As much as I despise the Zaniacs, um, one thing I liked was their willingness to part with their money. Some of the most foolish behavior ever. Now, Linda maintains that that was part of the grooming. Her theory is these people were trying to, um, I don't know. I, I guess I can't really say what the intention was. If they wanted to have butt sex with me, like Jerry Sandusky or Mr. McGregor. But, ah, uh, that's weird to think about. In fact, um, Bukanas said that Nick gave me $30,000. And that's not true at all. He subscribed to the podcast like everybody else. Uh, Tyler says we can only assume the end goal was to get you to spread your cheeks for them. Oh, that's fantastic. Probably. And I would have. I would have done that. Absolutely. Okay. Um, Moving on. In our beautiful Ottawa County here, it's been a while since I've given you an Ottawa County update. Uh, that ends today. Definitely doing an Ottawa County update. Now, there has been a lot that's happened. But the big thing is um, the Board of Commissioners. When it came time for budget, which the fiscal year starts October 1. Everything else was left alone, but the one thing they said had to reduce its spending was the health department, which is the the reason why they all ran Ottawa Impact for these positions as board of commissioners was because of the health department, because the health department said, we're going to close down your pizza joint because of COVID and you, your kids got to wear masks. So these people raised a stink and, and that's it now. So they, they're in office now. The first thing they do is fire the health director. Well, through a, the courts, she keeps herself from getting fired. So budget time rolls around and they cut her budget by 60%. How much it costs to keep the department serving the public, which they, I guess the budget is six and a half million dollars a year or something like that. Well, they said, nah, uh, they, they slash it by a tremendous amount of money. Well, she, Revealed in, well, she talked to the TV station and posted a couple posts online saying this is bullshit. Uh, and since then, the commissioners walked it back and they said, no, you only need to slash your budget by this much, which still was like a couple million dollars. But now that board is using her um, going to the press. Now they think they have her to fire her because she did that. They think that, okay, now 
since you have um you know tipped off the press about this that's that makes us look bad so we're going to fire you and this is how that's going all right. Let me do this. for Ottawa County says she's trying to limit the impact of budget cuts approved by the county commission at its meeting that didn't end until the early hours of this morning. It comes as the county administration has stated it intends to hold a hearing to fire her. You say it's Kyle Mitchell in studio with what we're learning. Kyle. Brian, the attorney for Adeline Hambly says the county notified her of its intent to once again begin a process to fire her client late last night while that commission meeting was still going on. We just learned within the past. By the way, nice looking tie, full Windsor and a pretty good looking dimple there. I love that. Last half hour that her attorney has filed a motion with the Michigan Court of Appeals asking the court to stop a hearing scheduled for October 19th. The board approved a $4.8 million budget for the health department. Hembley had asked for $6.4 million. She says the county administrator initially told her to prepare for a $2.5 million budget from the general fund. Hembley says her department is being unfairly targeted because of actions it took in response to the COVID-19 pandemic. By the way, that Rebecca Curran, she's a psycho, but my God, is she hot. And other departments have not made... Kick off those shoes and let's see those tootsies. ...cuts. The bulk of our budget is people. And there's not a whole lot of operational excess or um, non-people costs that we can cut. Um, we are looking at some different options of if we can reduce hours or close um, external branches. It's one of the few non-people costs I have. Um, so we have a branch in Grand Haven um, that provides some services and we have one in Hudsonville. A statement from Ottawa County. I want her to close the one in Hudsonville because that's where Moss lives. Administrator John Gibbs reads in part, quote, Ottawa County con uh, concludes the most trans transparent. Come on, get it together. Budget process in history, incorporating for the first time an easier to understand form. The most transparent budget process in history. Wait a minute. So does that mean you're revealing the closed door meetings where you're talking about how you're going to try to get this chick fired? Format information on grants and payments and additional work sessions for commissioners. John Gibbs, what a piece of shit in the process. Ambly's attorney responded in an email to an attorney representing the county that stated the planned hearing uh, regarding the planned hear hearing reading in part, quote, I spoke to my client this morning. She is not interested in a negotiated resolution of her case, which would involve her resignation or her removal as health officer. Accordingly, we intend to oppose the charges at the proceeding. The county administrator declined our right. request for an on-camera interview. Thank you. So it's back again. Tothma. So they're trying to fire her. They're they're doing everything they can. They think they have her, um, because she talked to the press. Did you hear the latest news about the Ottawa County meetings that came out this morning? I'm not saying it here. Uh, I don't know what that means. Tofa says they're all peop, uh, pieces of shit. The Wall Street Journal reporter needs to be sent this segment. Tofus indicates that this story should be national news. I think it kind of is. Uh, young Adam Schwab says, is it possible Ottawa Impact will ever realize how wrong they have handled things? These are brainwashed people, though. 
I mean, it's it's really horrible. I stand by my grooming theory, radio uh, radio voice Linda says. Your analysis is spot on, Blue State Rob says, like when Eric permanently banned Kenny for a day. What? Oh my God, another bunch of far-right assholes removing someone they don't like. And uh, Tophus says this is happening all over the country. Unfortunately, Whitmer will do nothing like most centrist Democrats. I don't think she needs to. I think that's the voters' jobs. Uh, Blue State Rob says MSNBC has covered Ottawa County before. Now they they ignore it because they don't want to give them the attention they seek. Well, maybe, but I mean, what more is there to report? I mean, there's nothing new. It's it's still the same assholes behaving like assholes. Uh, kind of on a, on a similar topic, there's a bunch of these right wing scum, which is what I named this uh, this when I named this podcast. Uh, uh, local right wing scum suddenly care about the environment. Uh, what I meant by that was in uh, Macosta County, Michigan. Um, that is the place where a uh, Chinese company called Goshen has, um, well, they, they bought a piece of land. They, they want to build a uh, battery plant there, a large one. And it's going to cost them billions of dollars to do it. The idea is um, you have, because Michigan, obviously, so much with the auto industry and the push on EVs, they're going to need batteries. So they have them built at a place in Michigan and then send the products off to the automakers and away we go. So they buy this big patch of land in the middle of nowhere. Okay. And then for some reason, the locals can't understand about the amount of uh, positive things that are going to come into that community because of this enormous plant where starting salaries are tens of thousands of dollars more than what the average person makes in Macosta County. They're literally going to employ thousands of people here. So I don't know why the root cause of why the locals hate this. They they, they say it's because, oh, because it's a Chinese company and they're communists. And, you know, normal people go, well, who gives a fuck? We, we do business with communist countries all the fucking time. Since when do we not do business with communist countries, you assholes? Um, and then they're like, oh, no. So I think it's more like because um, these batteries are being built to supply the auto companies who are following the directive of Joe Biden to put electric cars on the road and get rid of combustion motors. Now, I'm kind of torn because I don't think a um, electric vehicles are the answer. But I also don't like it when these scumbags get in the way of progress like this and try to fuck it up. You know, um, not knowing the good that they have in front of them. This enormous company is going to set up shop in the middle of nowhere and get all these amazing jobs for these people who uh, want, could very well improve themselves. In fact, the local board, the local county, the commission, all that shit there. They're like, oh, yeah, we approve this. We approve. Yep. Rezone it. Rezone it. Build it. We love it. Well, the stupid hicks that live there, um, 
they they kind of mobilized and they're trying to keep this from happening. And their latest attempt to try to make this happen is by saying that Goshen is going to disturb the butterfly population and the bumblebee population. I am not shitting you. Right-wing fanatics who don't give a fuck about anything environmental have suddenly said, oh, hold on. You cannot have your plant here because the butterfly will be harmed. I am not kidding. No hyperbole. That is all true. Tonight in that proposed EV battery plant in Big Rapids, a Macosta County group has now sent a notice that they intend to sue Goshen Incorporated. News 8's Taylor Morris with more on what that notice means. Taylor. Brian, earlier today, I sat down with the attorney for the Macosta Environmental and Security Alliance. He told me the complaint is in accordance with Section 9 of the Endangered Species Act. It's been one year since Macosta Board Commissioners, as well as Big Rapids and Green Charter Township's Board of Trustees, voted unanimously in support of the revitalization zone that became Goshen Battery Plant. For the past 12 months, thousands of people living in the area have... Okay, I want you to take a good look at these people. Take a good look at all of them. Th- these, this is what I talk about when I talk about thousand-yard stare people. These are thousand yard stare people. They're not interacting with anyone right now. They're just staring. Protested against the project. It just hold on. Including the Macosta environments, the pro-, pro months, thousands of people living in the area have protested against. Look at this guy. Look at look at Beardo here. If I'm Goshen, the first thing I do is I go take a look at who lives in our community to try to get a head start on who is going to be picketing and protesting. And based on the number of, of, of fucking scum, you can decide whether or not it's even worth it. It's the project, including the Macosta environment. Look at this bitch with the Karen haircut or the crotch. She got the crotch. She's got a nose like mine. This hilljack, mossy oak, ugly women, fat tits. Fuck you. Environmental and security alliance. Who- Look at this dude with the sideburns. Fuck you, you piece of shit. Recently served Goshen with notice of intent to sue. We have in the letter brought an Endangered Species Act claim, technically called a Section 9 claim, which allows citizen suits against the government or private parties for anyone who, quote, takes an endangered species. Taking an endangered species can include killing them, harming them, disturbing them, can include... Um, messing with their habitat or their food sources. So it's a very broad law. According to the notice, Mesa says the Goshen property itself is home to the Carner Blue Butterfly and their sole food source, Rusty Patch Bumblebees and Bald Eagles. So the butterflies, that's home to the butterflies and their food source, the bumblebees. They have to have those. So let's not have the battery plant. The fact that right-wing wackos would be like, oh, yes, we love those bumblebees and butterflies. That's hilarious to me. Uh, Bald eagles, by the way, are not endangered, especially in Michigan. They're everywhere. I could open up the window. I've got more bald eagles out here than I do fucking chickadees. They're everywhere. Uh, Fuck, we have so many bald eagles in Michigan. It's very close. I don't know if you know about this or not, but this is a true story. Meyer is going to start carrying uh, bald eagle 
and the grocer's freezer. I've heard that they taste delicious. So you'll have like chicken, duck, turkey, and an eagle. Uh, so, you know, this Thanksgiving, in fact, you may be able to actually eat freedom with a delicious bald eagle. They are large birds and um, very, very lean meat. Uh, might be a little tough. You have to probably maybe want to smoke it or do some brining beforehand to increase the moisture. But that's how many bald eagles there are here. So they are not uh, endangered. They're just protected. Two of those species being endangered, according to the organization's attorney. One of the things that we're seeing around the country is these uh, mega industrial projects that typically have um, pretty severe national security concerns and environmental concerns pop up in small rural communities where the companies believe that they can um, quickly get these projects in, create a sense that there's no stopping them and kind of bulldoze the local people's right. Yeah, I wish they would. These people deserve to be bulldozed. And look at what they're um, going to be making it on. Some fucking go-kart track or whatever the fuck this is. And it looks like a big trailer. Or ability to have a say in what happens in their communities. You know how much space we have here in Michigan? We have so much goddamn space here. You could fit like 500,000 Disney Worlds. Fuck you. Build the battery plant. Earlier tonight, I also sat down with Gerald Fisher, a law professor. Some dick's got a go-kart track in his backyard. Sir at Cooley. He explained to me how these cases are common. However, getting solid evidence like pictures. Yeah, of that's all really worth saving. All that shit. The species or witnesses is key. Okay, what she's saying there is. Uh, well, actually, I'll, I'll just let them tell Something you. Something Mesa says they are feeling confident about. The first question that the party receiving this notice will say is, okay, uh, we recognize that, that these species are maybe endangered or otherwise protected and that, uh, uh, that you are making a claim about that. On the other hand, they're going to say, uh, you haven't- Come on, spit it out, Rob. Sent us any evidence. According okay, so, all right. The claim is made, which they will make. And then Goshen gets to say, you need to provide concrete proof that these butterflies and these bumblebees and these bald eagles um, will be compromised because of our plant. Prove it. Prove that they're there, first of all. And that doesn't mean just go in and get one and say, here it is. You got to do better than that because this is all going to be in front of a judge. You better have your shit together. According to Mesa's attorney, he says Goshen then. And these assholes that live here are dumb people. They don't know anything. So there's no way they're going to be able to pull this off. They probably already forgot that they're trying to get this to happen. It has ultimately two options. If they appropriately recognize they're going to violate federal law um, by killing these endangered species or otherwise harming them, um, you know, at that point, I would say their, their options would be to sell the property or to somehow work with Fish and Wildlife Services. Goshen has 58 days from today to respond to the letter. If they don't, a lawsuit will be filed. Brian. Okay. Um, Brian. Prime big deal days. These asshole people don't deserve this. Okay. You should let them be miserable. Take the plan away and, and take it to another area. Take, br bring it here to beautiful Hudsonville. Wouldn't that be fantastic? 
Rob says this reporter reads like she has Kelly Cheese garbled mouth. Oh, bite your tongue. Uh, Aram says, why does the town want to sell its property to another country? Um, well, you know, typically when you bring in a, uh, a new industry, uh, with it comes, well, a, a large amount of boost to the tax base because the locals make a lot more revenue in their pocket, uh, thus taxation. And you, why am I explaining this to you? It's, this seems fairly simple. How, how do you not understand how this whole process is? You're kind of a mystery because I think you're smart, but then you ask me questions like, uh, why is water wet and, and uh, why is grass green? It, it seems ridiculous to me that you would ask the question. I don't, or say, I don't understand why they, uh, what did you say? Let's lost the goddamn comment. Well, whatever it is that you said. And then Aram says, I don't understand why they need a battery plant. I explained all this to you earlier. Were you not listening? We build cars in Michigan. The cars that they're trying to make right now are electric vehicles. So we need the batteries for the vehicles. How come I have to go back and explain it to you in like really dumbed down versions of what I'm saying? Tyler now writing as Aram writes a question. What are cars? Tofus says the battery plant would boost the tax base. That town has no tax base and they barter teeth for goods. Don't explain it to him, Tofus. He's not going to get it. He writes, build U.S. batteries. Well, that's up to a company to decide if they want to build batteries. If no company wants to build the fucking batteries, what are we going to do? And, and, like Ford wants to build batteries here in Marshall, Michigan. Which, by the way, they just stopped doing that for some reason. But it probably costs an automaker a lot less to have a foreign company come and build those in an effort to keep the cost of the batter, the batteries, thus the car lower for the consumer. This all seems very basic to me. Very simplistic uh, answers. I think if you just think about it, uh, Tofa says if it's a Chinese company or an American company, it does not matter. The fucking money goes towards the local and state and federal tax coffers. Exactly. We need more foreign businesses building in Michigan and the United States. Bring them all in. Who gives a fuck where, who owns the company? We just want cool shit and people to profit from it. Nick says, according to a a slam about Aram, lack of real protein pickles the brain. Aram says, if you lease them the land, then fine. Don't sell them the land. Why not? 
Who cares? Foreign people buy shit here all the time. Foreign company. It happens all the fucking time. You think weird. I love you, but you, you, your brain is muddy. All right. Um, I did not get into the debate last night. And I can't wait because you would not believe some of the shit that went on in that clusterfuck. Another messy showing by these losers. Every single one of them. None of them has a, has a chance. And now they're going after Trump. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Meanwhile, while the debate's going on, Trump goes to a non-union shop in Detroit and says, vote for me. He goes to a non-union shop. The fucking balls on this guy. How awesome is that? I'll get to that in the Patreon. Remember, you can hire me on Cameo. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Uh, just 20 bucks. Hire me. It's a lot of fun. You can pick what you want me to do. Encouragement. Roast. I don't know. Apology. Excuse me. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Advertise with me. Send me an email. I'll tell you how it works. Buy t-shirts at ericzaneshow.com. Get your insurance from Frank Fuss. Okay. I like to take a little time when explaining this to you. For the longest time, I talked about how people who would need Frank Fuss to get uh, insurance on the marketplace would be someone in between jobs, unemployed, or their employer does not offer insurance. That's great. And if you go to healthcare.gov, you could do it all yourself, but why? Have Frank do all this for you, and it costs you nothing. At the very least, he's saving you a ton of time. Trust me. I've gone to healthcare.gov and tried to do all that shit on my own. Not only did I do it wrong, but it took some time. Have Frank do it for you. He gets paid by insurance companies, not the consumer. But new this year, let's say you work for a company that offers you and your family insurance. To cover you, it's not that expensive for you. But if you want to put your wife and your kids on the policy, that's expensive. This opportunity now exists. It's the first time ever in the years that we've had healthcare.gov that you can try this. You keep your employees, your employer's insurance, put your family on the healthcare.gov policy. If you qualify, and what I mean by that is, if you keep your earning under a certain threshold, which is quite high, you'd be surprised. You are entitled to get your insurance with a tax subsidy translation the government pays for a good portion of the premium okay i get my insurance through healthcare.gov the premium is $1500 a month i pay about 575 because i have a tax subsidy that's the law use it it's there for you you can do the same thing while you keep your employee employer insurance your family gets on a healthcare.gov policy, which is great insurance. It's better than your employer's insurance because you have to stick with what your employer gives you. Healthcare.gov, you choose from like 10 people trying to get your business. Frank, put your family in a policy. You get the tax subsidy. You save hundreds a month. You're welcome. Frank takes care of all this shit for you. 
Uh, go to buyinsurancehere.com, B-U-Y, insurancehere.com, buyinsurancehere.com. The asshole of the day today. Could it be Ryan the Lion Hunter again? I don't know, man. I really like Ryan the Lion Hunter. I can't believe you guys are going to get so mad at Ryan the Lion Hunter because he's a lion hunter. Taco Bear Mom, asshole of the day. Uh, Tofus says Trump went to a non-union shop because a union shop would have had him killed and buried in a landfill. <laughs> Probably. Uh, Eric is paid off to support lion hunting, according to Aram. And then Cole, he, what? He nominates Aram as asshole of the day. For what? Why would you do that? He can't be the asshole of the day because he has silly questions like, what's a car? Yeah, I, I can't do that. Uh, dentist update, Darla shit in the house, Jack in the box, bitch, shooting at the guy. Could that be the asshole of the day? Jack in the box, bitch, or Jack in the box customer. When in doubt, just make it John Bucanas is your asshole of the day. Brought to you by TC Paintball. Thank you for being here. As always, I'm appreciative of your support. And I will talk to you on Patreon. Sign up for free. Patreon.com slash Eric Till next time, folks, have a good one. Thank you, and bye-bye.